This is In the Know for Monday, June 26th, the 177th day of 2023. There are 188 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Everybody trying to recover a little bit today after last night's storm. Uh, some people have electricity, some don't. Plus, we got your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. How are things in the garden department this morning? Uh, tomato plants, yes, no? Well, um, um, 13 out of 24 were down, but not broken down. Not down, but not broken yeah, down. So, so they'll I live have, to stand. I have righted them, and I will need to do some more tying and clipping and stuff. Yeah, got a few limbs and leaves down maybe? Yes. Various places? Well, really, it's uh, hard, to, <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard to believe. They're, they seem to be down uh, lots of different places. He is a five-time winner of the Covenant Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Clarkson. He's Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, a little blown around after the storm last night. Uh, what were things like in, in Clarkson? Did you get bounced around a little yeah, bit? Yeah, it was, it was a... Uh... I think Clarkson, I think Clarkson and Wax and such got some of the Wax, especially. I think got hit the hardest. Sounds like yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an uh, interesting uh, interesting afternoon. But you uh, you know where your garbage can is and everything. Yes, it was. It blew over. I, I lost a grill cover, but uh, I tried to go searching for it, and it doesn't seem like it is. Has anyone seen Sam's grill cover? Yeah, no. we're sending out a. It's, it's, out a, a it's more of just I've been trying to figure it out. Yeah, well, you never did it have your name on it. And no, <laughs> it was not customized or personalized. Uh, there are a lot of people without electricity still this morning, and we will hope that that will in, uh, improve throughout the day. But let's first tell you a little bit about what to expect weather-wise going forward today. We're going to see sunshine today, and we're going to see some isolated afternoon downpours, 10%, 20% in that 5, 6 p.m. range, so you could get another shower this afternoon. But that's your typical uh, afternoon thunder shower that you could get after uh, the heat of the day. But we'll top out in the mid-80s today. There will be a remnant 10% chance of rain for tomorrow, and then it should dry out for a day or so before the rain chances creep back in. So you'll see mostly sunny and 85 today. Isolated storms and 67 overnight tonight, partly cloudy, and a high of 84 for tomorrow. Now, um, there uh, are... Uh, I got new information for more in RECC as of about an hour ago that around 8 o'clock this morning, Warren RECC said they had 16,500 members without power that's throughout the their their territories that's butler warren etc then at the height last night there were 27,000 members without power 
So you had crews working through the night assessing damage and trying to uh, restore. Now, Grayson County specifically, as of early this morning, there were about 5,500 RECC customers and KU customers without power in Grayson County. 4,900 of those are RECC and um, about 523 KU customers in the county, and they're kind of limited to the primarily Millwood into Caneyville areas where the largest um, density of those are. The city of Litchfield, as of this morning, had about 125 customers without. So uh, heavy damage last night in the service territory, and they will continue. I think that the the primary issue for KU customers, Millwood to Caneyville, is a singular pole. That uh, was snapped. KU also affects Clarkson. Snapped in half their KU customers. Do you have power this morning, I Sam? You do? I, it flickered That's last cool. night, but I know that about half of Clarkson did not as of last night. There's a straight line from the Millwood substation to downtown Caneyville that was kind of out, and that says to me there's something in the Millwood area that's probably causing the outage. But for the most remote portions of the area, where think of it, think of it localized in this way: where you've got a substation that has a transmission line that feeds away from that substation. If you sever one of those, it will impact a lot of customers. But if you repair that, you can get a lot of customers back online. But if you're at the end of one of the arteries, if you're in the more uh, rural portions of the coverage area, and you have a downed tree on your property, it's going to take longer to get to you. So it could be a multi-day event, but... Uh, as you, uh, as Miss Buckles over there already mentioned, she said, "Is this out of the ordinary?" Yeah. I mean, we have had a lot of wind and a lot of wind damage in yes. the last uh, six months or so, and uh, seems to be seem to have a a, a target on our back in uh, some way because lots of lots of damage. Now, earlier, you know, our storm was uh, later last evening, and we were originally expecting to get a round of weather in that six, seven time range, and that didn't hit us. But the cells that moved through late last night were extremely circular in nature. I don't believe that they were ever, I don't believe they ever turned into tornadic activity, but there obviously were some very damaging winds, and we'll rely upon the National Weather Service to decide uh, whether there was any level of tornadic activity or not. It just didn't, it didn't have that look. It had this widespread blunting type of damage that I saw. I believe they're surveying in Hardin County this morning. Hardin County? Well, I know Hardin County had it rough as well, probably had it a little rougher than uh, sections of Grayson County. Then uh, late yesterday afternoon, southern Indiana took it really hard before it moved across the Jefferson County area. Uh, Indiana tornado killed one, and that was in the Shoals area. That's in Johnson County in Indiana. That's about 85 miles from uh, Indianapolis and about 80 miles from Louisville, kind of on a straight line there. So there was a loss of life due to the storm yesterday in uh, Indi- in Indiana. So I just, we'll continue to to uh, recover, and at least the sunshine is out today and can start to you know clean up some debris. You know, US 62 was closed for a portion of, of time. Big Tree was across the road uh, in our area, so... Um, try to uncover the best we can. The Friday we talked about who was going to take the lead on the submersible catastrophe in the area of the Titanic remains, and it says the U.S. Coast Guard will lead the investigation of the Titan implosion with help from Canada, France, and the U.K. as well, but sounds like we're going to do the 
the heaviest of the lift. CBS Sunday Morning yesterday, just last summer, had aired a show, had aired a piece on this submersible, and David Pogue had gone to the area and done a dive, but they didn't do a deep dive because of some type of mechanical issue. But I was reminded the simplicity of with with which this craft was constructed. It was it was almost ominous to see it yesterday after you found out what eventually happened to that craft. So it was uh, in informative. Uh, they also, you're hearing James Cameron saying the search for the missing sub. You know, James Cameron did the, did the movie Titanic and is a pretty good expert on it. He said the search operation for a deep-sea tourist sub turned into a nightmarish charade that prolonged the agony of the families of the passengers. He says that it was pretty obvious what happened on Sunday, and they just decided to, to drag out the inevitable, which just kind of prolonged the the anguish. Um, he he felt like as soon as he heard they had lost radio contact that that was a telltale telltale sign with that something bad wrong had uh, had happened. So, uh, massive battery plants planned in Tennessee and here in nearby Glendale for Ford's electric vehicles are on track to receive about a nine point two billion dollar federal loan in what would be the biggest award under the U.S. Department of Energy uh, loan program since President Biden took office. The money for construction would secure a sizable chunk for funding Ford's big electric vehicle swing into the two states. I didn't know one of the uh, the vehicle manufacturing facilities they're building in Tennessee is going to be capable capable of building up to a half million electric pickup trucks a year. And so the three battery plants are going to be combined to create 5,000 construction jobs. That's between Tennessee and and Kentucky. The loan would come through the Advanced Technology Vehicles Manufacturing Loan Program. It named Blue Oval SK under the joint venture, but it must meet uh, three particular, some milestones before the deal is finalized. But anyway, big shot in the arm from the federal government to help uh, uh, move those projects forward and employ um, more Kentuckians or perhaps people from other states who choose to become Kentuckians. National Right to Life and Kentucky Right to Life have announced endorsement of Attorney General Daniel Cameron in the race for Kentucky governor. No surprise there, of course. Cameron is also endorsed by the Kentucky Right to Life PAC, the political arm of National Right to Life's state affiliate. Florida has been involved in more close games than any other team at the College World Series this year, but it was not the case yesterday. I had a lot of people who thought there must have been an error in the score reporting yesterday because they defeated LSU 24-4. to That will force a deciding game three of the finals. I, pre- I presume the finals are today. So you'll see Florida and LSU in game three of their series. 24 runs is a lot. That's a lot, but not as much as the uh, the Angels scored against the Rockies on that, Saturday night. that early, like in the 20. second inning? Uh, through four innings, I think it was twenty-five to nothing. Wow! I don't know. Was there something in the air this week that was <laughs> making the the ball fly out at to various in, places in Omaha? Yeah, in Omaha, and the Angels were at home, or were they? Uh, I think they they were in Colorado, which makes sense. Hey, by the way, before I forget, I don't think it got printed. I didn't see it, but did you all see that weird story about the lady? Is she from Tompkinsville, or is a a Kentucky woman who was involved with? She thought she was being kidnapped. Did you mm-hmm. all see any of these particulars? I've not. I'll go back and circle yeah, back she, to it later. But she was arrested. So she was. 
in El Paso. Okay. I don't know that the de- that the there was a specific reason why she was there, and she got an Uber, and the Uber driver was driving, and she saw a sign that said Juarez, Mexico, and I guess for some reason she thought that the Uber driver was taking her into Mexico, mm. so she pulled her gun out and shot him in the head. Oh wow! Um, and I know that the police said that. that she, Yes, there was a sign that said Juarez, Mexico, but she was not near a, like, any potential place that she could have gotten in to Mexico. And not to simplify matters, but if if you ever travel to El Paso, Texas, and you don't realize how close you are to Mexico, then, you know, you probably should know your geography a little bit better because there are are signs, you know, all over that part of our country about the Mexican border and such. So... that doesn't really sound like a strong legal defense, but I don't know. It's a just I just saw the brief details of that, and I thought it was extremely, uh, extremely weird. And we don't know why she was in El Paso. I it might have said in the story, but it, if it did, it didn't stick. Okay. Uh, the going into the weekend, even after, uh, did the Reds win on Friday? They did. Yeah, they, they won on Friday, so they won twelve in a row, and then dropped the last two to the Braves. But the Braves was kind of a wild game, uh, seven to six. Were. All three were really close. All three and, were by one run. Uh, De La Cruz hit for the cycle on Friday. Correct. Yeah, first, and he's first time the Reds have had a player hit for the cycle since 1989. Eric Davis. Did he set some mark as the youngest? Uh, maybe he was or, the youngest. It was the third quickest. Third so f- quickest. I guess. that's f- what I saw. Fifteen games. It very well could have been the youngest. I mean, he's only twenty-one years old. Could have been. So anyway, the it, a lot of pressure when you go on a winning streak. You want to keep winning, but you know, oh, this probably can't go on forever. So they get they, fin- they, they get through the series with the red with the Braves, and now what? Baltimore. Baltimore. They got the Orioles the, coming up. The Orioles. Okay. Very and then good. Uh, home against uh, the Padres. All right. Well, maybe the Reds will get back on the winning track against Baltimore. And then down in Tennessee at uh, Nashville, Ross Chastain held off Martin Truex Jr. to get the win at Nashville and his third NASCAR Cup Series victory. That would probably that would be a neat race to win in Nashville because when you get it's the Ally 400 and when you get out of the car, they hand you a guitar. That's the trophy, you know. You're in Music City, so they well. Here's your here's your guitar, and you get to hold it in victory. What Kentucky Lane. Speedway did is they gave away the Crosley jukebox. That's the true. They did give uh, that away. So Which I little, think I'd rather take the jukebox than the. Than it's the a little guitar. harder to lift oh. over your head, though, in Victory it, Lane. You know, it it can be, but it'd be, it's a cool uh, relic. <laughs> it'd be hard to hoist yeah. it. We got to get to a break. We got plenty more on the way. Hang around. You're all in the know. Today is Beautician's Day. Today is Forgiveness Day, and today is Chocolate Pudding Day. I'm usually up for some uh, chocolate pudding. <laughs> I, uh, I like it. I even remember when pudding pops, chocolate pudding pops, were invented. You're not allowed to talk about their spokesperson any longer, but you are allowed to talk about the pudding pops, the jello pudding pops, if you want to. Probably frowned upon. Good news on the horizon for those of you who want to embrace the good things of AI. Robots that learn by watching how-to videos could soon do all your chores. So the Jetsons comes to real life. No flying cars yet, but we may have we may have robot maids that are doing 
all of our chores for us. Would this be okay with you, Sam? Yeah, I mean, sure. It, it's it's just like a a much better Roomba, right? Yeah, I mean, theoretically, a, your Roomba is already a super duper Roomba. Uh-huh. This is all right with you, Miss Buckles? I don't know. I guess, but you, I have, I don't know. You, you have a hard time coexisting with the AI that we already have. Yes, is that yes. fair to say? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you appreciate the things that they do, but you do find them to be annoying. Yes, yes. Although, I mean, I will say that I do prefer these that we have now are quieter than, like, there is nothing like a microwave beeping at you for you to come and retrieve whatever you've put in there, and it's super loud. Ours is not loud. Hmm. Um, Yes, I struggle a little bit with the washer and dryer, but I figured it out and do it my own way. (laughs) All right, fair enough. I... Interestingly enough, in the most recent series of The Mandalorian, there is a community where the droids are doing all of their work, and the question is raised, well, then what do people do? And there was no, that was sort of the point of the story was, well, you know, they have time to relax. I mean, if if it's folding my T-shirts, Sheldon <laughs> style. Yeah. I'm not going to complain about that. The team says their work is a major step toward artificial intelligence assisting humans with everything from cooking to cleaning. Two machines successfully learned 12 jobs, including opening drawers, oven doors, and lids. The robots also took a pot off the stove, picked up a vegetable and can of soup, and answered the telephone. Hmm. It'd be all right with me if they answered the telephone. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Exactly. I know. Or howdy, right? Or no, uh, ahoy. That's what you're supposed to. Ahoy. City Morgue. The way Graham Bell intended it. I read uh, a story this morning from a a parenting kids and family magazine, and it's one person's take. It says 10 convincing ways old school parenting is so much better. Parenting has definitely changed over the generations and this person wrote my parents were extraordinary and they still are they were ahead of their time in so many ways so they went on to uh, type out 10 convincing ways old school parenting is so much better so your mileage may vary on these but the first thing that they wrote was my mom didn't need an army of mommy bloggers to figure it out (laughs) well I kind of thought that blogs probably were helpful for moms in the 21st century, that having access to, like... Because there's a lot more newer problems, too, that moms might have to deal with that that mom didn't have to. More complex? I'm not even sure. But, I mean, like, the the technology age. Yeah. So, I guess I would have thought blogs would be helpful, but can they become a crutch? Or can you rely too much upon them? I'm not a, a mom that would choose to do that, so I really can't answer. But you are well-researched on I, things. I, mean, I am, you, you but do... I, I pick up a book or, um, I mean, if I'm looking for something in particular, I probably already have the thought in my mind. I just need maybe the, the instructions to carry out, let's say, like a craft project or something mm-hmm. like that. I, I don't, I kind of 
do my own thing. I think swimming in the blog blogosphere, the important thing to remember is you really need to distill down the crap to get to the stuff that's re- mm-hmm. because people will come along and comment their experience, but that doesn't make them an authority on anything. In fact, they may be, you know, they may be off their rocker in some way. So you can't take what they say with the same weight as what an expert would say. So you got to be careful. Well, and you know, I do enjoy the failed it, the Pinterest failed it um, things. But if you <laughs> are trying to aspire as a mom to be like Susie Homemaker over here or Betty Crocker, and those things just make you feel bad about yourself, stay away from it. Yeah. Do your own thing. Number two, they believed in lessons. She writes, we got dropped off at a skating rink on weekend nights and picked up at midnight. One time when I was around 10 or 11, I had my brand new Nike kicks stolen from my locker. They were gone, period, end of story. Yes, my mom felt bad for me, but again, they were gone. It sucked, but to my parents, the theft didn't equate to a replacement pair. It equated to me learning to be more vigilant about prized possessions. You'd better believe I started double-checking the padlock after that. This was probably an era before there were surveillance cameras everywhere as well, which is one of the reasons we have cameras everywhere is to minimize or prevent theft. But those are, that is a more old school type of, I think in the year 2023, I think parents are, have a tendency to probably go replace that item, then, then focus on the lesson that it can teach. She writes, my mom rocked nightly home cooked meals for well over a decade do you think maybe mom stayed at home? Like that's a lot harder Probably. to do if you got two parents that are working outside the home. And yes, and, and kids now with sports and extracurricular activities, I mean, there is so much going that's on. Hard. It's very hard to not like nail that every day of the week. Yep. We had wonderful traditions. Well, I hope most families do. She said, speaking of vacations, my mom was and still is the best of the best at creating traditions for our family. Her fingerprint is on everything that is real and wonderful about my family. She continued on and said, uh, their worth wasn't tied to my athletic performance. You do see those parents that are Mm. living vicariously through their kids and their joy is all about, you know, how well we do on the field or the court or the whatever. And that's a dangerous proposition. She said they couldn't care less about attachment parenting. Mm. So attachment parenting versus cry it out. I guess they're two different uh, ideologies. The attachment would be like your helicopter parent, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the 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 swaddled carry your baby on the front of you type deal. Yeah, I'm more of a cry it out. When she mentions we consistently took off on our bikes never to return until dusk, mm-hmm. riding on hills and through terrain not clear for children on huffy bikes. Well, uh, you could afford to do that you know, yeah. long ago. There's yeah. it seemed like there's a lot more evil in the world or a lot more problems that can befall your kids these days on that. Uh, they accepted life and its occasional unfair outcomes with grace. And ten, they were the parents. I think there was there was no doubt on who the parents were in the relationship. It was, it was, it was them. So, parenting not easy. Levi's and denim experts share how often to wash your jeans. 
Denim was invented over 150 years ago, and the question of how and when to wash the garments has been around for almost just as long. Though many people choose to never wash their jeans, Levi's design director Paul O'Neill personally shared that he washes them every 30 to 50 wears. Hmm. I think it would depend upon what you were doing. Yeah, I agree. If you're out digging ditches or rolling around in the mud, my guess is that number would be reduced. They don't go on to say the more you wash your denim, the lighter it will become, losing indigo with each wash. However, they explain that how often jeans should be washed is up to personal preference and there's no official way. Rather than washing jeans, some people find other ways to freshen them up, such as putting them in the freezer, spraying them with vinegar, or hanging them in the sun for a UV wash to kill off bacteria. Vinegar? What some, I don't smell that. It's what some expert says. And again, I mean, I'm sure it works to clean them a little bit, but don't they get a smell like that all day? If you've decided that new car prices are out of your league or you're not willing to bite the bullet and buy a new car, here are seven ways to make your old car feel new again. Aftermarket stuff that you can do that kind of give you some of the modern conveniences. You can add a touch screen. It says if your car lacks a touch screen, you can get you can get both pretty easily by replacing your current car stereo. The main thing you'll need to know uh, before pursuing this upgrade is whether your car has a single or double DIN stereo. DIN refers to their height. So a single DIN system is two inches high. A double DIN system is four inches high. Luckily for those two, you just you pretty much go to the store and say, I drive a, you know, a 2009 Civic. And they hand you what you need? Yeah. Simple enough. You can add a backup camera. I, backup cameras are wonderful. Yes. I know. What well, I even got get so used to mine that, like, the Hummer, when I would drive that, it didn't have one. Mm-hmm. And that would be one that would be helpful on with it, it being so massive. But it would always be like, am I good? Yeah. Am I good? Because you, you don't realize how reliant you become on it. That's exactly right. Uh, my truck, the first primary failure, uh, I think the only failure on it mechanically, was the backup camera because of the way the wiring harness fits in the tailgate. It it weared and frayed, and the camera stopped working. So the wiring harness had. So I had to drive it for about, I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks without the backup camera and became acutely aware of how much I was relying upon it. I was like, whoa, this is too much. But now, no matter how good your backup camera is, it may or may not help keep you from backing into a tree. Or a bucket. Or a bucket. (laughs) There was no backup camera involved in the bucket incident. That's true. But I wasn't using my backup camera with the tree. You can add blind spot protection to your vehicle. That's a convenience. It's pretty nice as well. Uh, Again. I don't have that. You you don't have it in your Mm -hmm. mirrors? Really? Huh. Do I? Uh, You do not. No. No, you do not. So I also notice, though, I can see in other people's mirrors mm-hmm. uh, when I'm beside them on the parkway and say, I can see their blind spot detector lighting up when I'm in their, in their blind spot. I would remind you, though, just as in Sam's example, be careful about getting into a vehicle that doesn't have this type of stuff and then <laughs> being coming too reliant upon these conveniences because 
it can suddenly be dangerous because you get, um, you get, you know, you pay not enough attention. You can add heated seats. You can install new or polished headlights. Even some of the newest vehicles need the, you know, need the polish on their lenses, and it makes a huge difference. You don't realize how gradually that buildup and that glaze and that fog on your headlight lenses mm-hmm. uh, diminish your uh, your the brightness of your lights. But you, know, you put that polish on there and lighten those up, there's an immediate noticeable difference. Add a tablet headrest mount. I guess that's for the back seat for your kids. And then tire pressure. Install tire pressure monitors. I have a love-hate relationship with tire pressure monitors. Me too. They're good most of the time, but then twice a year, it's like setting clocks. Like they go off because of big changes in barometric mm-hmm. pressure or humidity mm-hmm. or temperature, and then they all go off at the same time. And, and well, you have to check just in case. That's exactly right. I don't know what, what, if you mentioned it and I wasn't listening, but you can also add um, uh, the remote start. Oh, yeah. yeah, the remote start is, is one that I I definitely appreciate. Right. Definitely appreciate. Yeah. No, the, uh, oh, I forget what I was even going to say. What, what was your last point? Um, the um, the tire pressure monitor. Oh, the tire pressure. What I wish that the tire pressure monitor had was it told you, too, when it popped up, left front is the one that's down. Mm-hmm. Mine's mine's not. Mine just says one of your tires is down. Oh, any, many, money, money. Yeah, so it's you have to walk around. Is it this really? one? Is it this one? So you can't monitor individual pressure? Correct. On your, interesting. That stinks. Yeah. So it's a roulette, and like, well, you got a one in four, you got a one in four shot. So I have to walk around and get my my monitor for all of them. All right, this may be something you want to try during your lunch break today. A man ran one hundred meters in twelve point eight two seconds while wearing high heels. A serial record breaker from Spain added a new title to his name by running one hundred meter sprint while wearing high heels. His name is Christian Roberto Lopez Rodriguez. He's thirty four. He donned 2.76-inch stiletto heels and ran 328 feet in just under 13 seconds. Listen, those are some cab muscles. I mean, cab yes, muscles. they are. Wow. Like, that's... I don't know that I could walk 100 meters in high heels, Listen, let alone. I, I quit wearing heels sometime back, and I struggle, so no. Could you imagine seeing a giraffe do it? <laughs> <laughs> I do want to know what he does on the on the regular that gave him calf muscles like that. Work out. Yeah. They were. That's some, some I mean, I've seen good calf muscles, and those are some those of the are different. best, I've, best mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Those didn't even look real for some reason. A Florida driver wearing only socks crashed into vehicles and flees deputies. 22-year-old Steven Peterson was dragged out of a vehicle in Palm Coast, Florida, by Flagler Flagler County deputies who surrounded the crash vehicle, according to a body camera recording. Peterson was charged with fleeing and eluding, leaving the scene of a crash with damage to a vehicle or property, resisting, trespassing, possession, etc. He was driving naked except for his socks. He hit several vehicles, drove onto a school's running track, in Palm Coast and later got stuck in the woods near a landfill as he fled from police. You think about all the goofy things that our law enforcement officers have to do to chase down knuckleheads. You know, the fences they have to climb, the ditches they have to cross, the they get hung up in things, you know, they get stuck. It's just ridiculous on what we expect them to do just because people 
act a fool. So seems to happen in Florida more than anywhere else. Got to get to a break. The weekend box office, your chance to win. Plenty more ahead here on In the Know. Did you know the IRS employee's tax manual has instructions for collecting taxes after a nuclear war? So they've already thought ahead. After nuclear war, you're still going to have to pay taxes, and here's how they're going to collect them. Is your your dad aware of these? Uh, He probably knows they exist, but... He doesn't, you know, he doesn't like to get any closer to the IRS people in, than any of us do. Uh, Would so. he rather get closer, go closer to nuclear war, I guess? <laughs> with a bell and a pot? I mean... Uh-huh. Bring out your coins. Yeah. Bring I mean, out your coins. Empty Bring your pockets. Your coins. I would be curious to know what the, you know, what the mechanics are for that, but uh, nonetheless. Okay. Here's today's opportunity for you to win. We're going to give you Beach Bend tickets today, and we are just going to do something pretty simple. I saw this question, and I thought, well, it could be a point to ponder. However, I kind of would like to hear what the audience has to say. We will choose from all the entries that are offered at 270-259-6000. You text your response. Text it to 270-259-6000. We'll draw a winner from all of the entries, but it's pretty simple, or maybe it could be complex. What is easy to get into but hard to get out of? What is easy to get into, but hard to get out of. And so I had a couple of things come to mind, and I thought, well, the longer we think about this, this could be fun. What is easy to get into, but hard to get out of? Text 270-259-6000. Like, what about like swim trunks? Because you got to think of like when you put them on, they're dry, but when you take them off, they're wet. Oh, that like kind of be the best one ever. <laughs> kind of like That's or wet good. socks when they get wet. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Now don't be giving all your good ideas yeah. away. Mm, but well, might mm, want to save these. <laughs> save these for later. <laughs> Easy to get into, hard to get out of. <laughs> you know what the first one I thought of was a timeshare. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know, they just rope you in and make mm-hmm. it so easy. Oh, you'll love it. You'll love just the convenience of doing whatever it is you want and then try to get out of one, and it's nearly impossible. So what's easy to get into but hard to get out of? The weekend box office Spider-Verse returned to the number one spot. The Flash dropped. Elemental was at two. So it went Spider-Man, Elemental, Flash, one, two, three. No Hard Feelings at 4, Transformers at 5, Asteroid City at 6, Little Mermaid at 7. That's the way it happened at the weekend box office. Speaking of new movies, The Slumber Party, is uh, the trailer is out, and it's Disney's family-friendly version of The Hangover. So for those of us that love The yes. Hangover, the movie, imagine a... Suitable for work version, a family friendly version of calamity and other, you know, things that happen. Is Chang going to be in there too? <laughs> I hope so. Leslie Chow. Or Chow, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah Chow. Leslie Chow. Yeah. Uh, what's I can't remember the actor's name, the comedian. Oh, he's funny. Zach Galifianakis? Or... No, the guy who plays Chow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ken, Ken Yong. Ken Yong. Yong, yeah. 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 The Slumber Party. So just be prepared. It will oh, good. It will be on the Disney Channel on July 27th. So 
It will be made available for streaming the next day, July 28th. So it will be on Disney Plus July 28th. So here's the thing, because I, I had a concern that maybe it was going to be um, PG-13, but uh-huh. it's not. It is TV-rated Youth 7. So why 7? Yay! Yeah, and it says you can get an early sneak peek of the film, which is based on the popular young adult novel, The Sleepover, okay. by Jen Malone. <laughs> Jen Malone is the okay. author. The Sleepover is the book. Disney has changed the title to The Slumber Party. Are they not going to Vegas for a I, probably, party? It seemed like to me they would be going to Disney World. Yeah. You know, so... But lost at Disney. But it's a slumber party, so I guess maybe it just they don't leave home. Tiger, Glastonbury uh, Music Festival, one of the biggest music festivals in Europe, and it's been iconic for many, many years. They that was held over the weekend, and Lana Del Rey had a bad hair day. She showed up late, and they did not make an exception. They they cut her microphone off when her time was up, and she had to leave the stage. I'm like, wow. They run a tight ship. But one of the reasons I mention is because Elton John maybe just did his last European performance. He performed at Glastonbury over the weekend, and they thought there's a chance that that's the last you'll see of, um, of Sir, performances Sir for Elton, Elton John. Sir Elton John. Uh, lady Adele, she's not been knighted yet, right? So she's not she's not a lady yet. I mean, she's a lady, but she's been not been whatever. Odd. She's so quirky. She paused her show in Vegas to just start talking about submersibles with fans. You know, like she has this set list and she's got all these gowns, but then it's her show, so she decides... I'm going to take a break from singing, and I'm just going to start chatting up the audience about going to the Titanic. And she said, before this week, how many people, if they could, would go down to the very, very bottom of the ocean to see the Titanic? And so they just started she just started talking about her thoughts about it. And thought, you know, all right. So you never know what you're going to get with an Adele show, mm-hmm. what she's going to be. I mean, last week we learned that she announced she had some type of fungus Remember? There's a fungus among us. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, Vanna White is in talks to continue with a raise after Pat Sajak retires. So since the news broke, I think the news about Sajak must have come on a Friday or something, and then I was gone to D.C. I didn't remember really had a chance to talk about it. It that Monday afternoon, and we didn't have the show Tuesday. Gotcha. And then we and then talked about gone. it a little bit when you were not gone, because that's when the rumor came out of who the new host was going to be. So I was on that trip with Glenn Haygood, who's the general manager at WLKY, and I, I said, so I guess you're losing a lot of sleep over you know, who's going to be the next host of uh, Wheel of Fortune. He said, I think they probably got it handled the fine, you know, fine. He said, you know, the game or whatever. And, but I did speculate, have they been grooming Maggie, say Jack, to step into her dad's shoes when he retires because she hosts a social media version mm-hmm. of Wheel of Fortune that is played, you know, TikTok, IG, etc. So is is she ready to step up to the big show? Or when Pat had his health issues a year or so ago, Vanna hosted a few shows before Maggie hosted a few shows. So would they consider moving Vanna to the host slot? Or... Are they just going to find somebody new? I thought it was more likely they would reset both. Like They would just get new host and new Vanna at the same time and say new generation of Wheel of Fortune. But apparently she's going to hang around. 
Seacrest has been the one that everyone's been talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can I can see that, but it's there's there's got to be someone else. There just has to be someone that maybe you you know, but you don't know. Yeah, I'm holding out for Jeopardy. Yeah. Well, I don't know that's going to be open anytime soon. I think they had their opening. I mean, you, you never know. Mari Povich has launched a new at-home paternity test kit called "The Results Are In." That's you can actually do paternity tests at I home. So Mari Povich is the pitch it, man for something he made famous. Does it on say his talk you show. are not the father? I don't know. This it, it would be funny if it had a little. You know, they can build those little speakers in there that mm-hmm. speak like toys and says you are or you are not the father. And then this made me laugh on Friday when I saw it. There is a uh, a golfer. His given name is Landon Gilmore. He's college golfer, and he plays, I think, at Ball State. Uh, he signed to play at he Ball State. He signed to play at Ball State. Well, you can't have the last name Gilmore and uh, not be called happy if you're a golfer. So he is. He's he, he calls himself, you know, that's his operating name is Happy Gilmore. Well, he got tweeted by Adam Sandler the other day, and he just said, go get him, Happy pulling for you and uh and landon retweeted said my life is complete because the original happy gilmore has tweeted me and so you know go ball get in your home (laughs) step on up and see the amazing ball whacker guy everybody loves happy gilmore gotta get to a break we'll come back finish it up for the morning and we'll name a winner coming up here on in the know mb's point to ponder for today isn't it weird that gambling is only considered an addiction if you're bad at it? That is true. If you always win at gambling, no one says, uh, hey, you got a problem with that. You better walk away. You know, no, they just call you lucky. Then, like, no problem. But it's kind of weird. All right. Today's um, opportunity for you to win revolved around the question, what is easy to get into but hard to get out of? I saw, I skimmed and saw several, several good ones. Um, one of them was, um, uh, I, I, the next one I thought of after a timeshare was jail. So we had several people, uh, say that, but, uh, somebody took it even a step further. Was it a prison gang? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought, maybe that's from experience. I don't know. Maybe a conversation with my mother-in-law kind of made me snicker. You don't have that experience. I don't have that problem. <laughs> uh, a marriage? <laughs> well, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I already said timeshares, by the way. Uh, that, one, that one in their defense did come in before you had mentioned it. did? Mentioned oh, it. well, good for that. I liked a girdle. That's a good one. Yeah. The military. A chair. A chair. Bless it. <laughs> <laughs> Bless your heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, any type of those clubs. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way back to the record clubs when you used to send them a penny. You know, and they would send you seven or eight mm-hmm. albums, and you go, wow, what a bargain. Yeah, well, the problem is they keep showing up, and it was nearly impossible to get them to stop without sending them a, a, a big a big check. Did you have one, hon? That you- all, I, as soon as Sam said whatever he said, Wet swim trunks, All yeah. I can think of is Ross and his leather pants. Ooh, yeah, those leather pants. Yeah, uh, that was quite, quite. That a, is one of the best episodes. Quite an episode. Yeah. I guess Spanx is the modern day version of uh, Girdle. Of Girdle. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, 
I don't know, but I I would suppose they're not particularly easy to get into. I don't think so. Yeah. So uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying. Good ones. There's a lot of rolling up that you have to do. So I need to pick between what and what, Sam? Uh, Three and 75. Three and 75. We're going to switch it up today. All right. uh, I'm going to say 61. 61. 61 is the number I shall pick today. You can be in uh, touch with the winner. in, In honor of Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo. Yeah, we'll contact the winner after the show. On TV tonight. Claim to fame. Oh, yeah, those ads that if you ever make the mistake on clicking on some of those, you, mm-hmm. yeah, don't do it. You Usually you, on those mom blog, or the not just mom <laughs> blog, but any blog, like to get a recipe. Yep. Gotta click season, through it all. Season two premiere of Claim to Fame on ABC. On ABC, the season 20 premiere of The Bachelorette. On Fox, Stars on Mars. Tensions are high among the nine remaining contestants as they are sent on a mission that tests their perseverance. I don't know what any of that means, but okay. Today's highlight in history, this day in 1945, the Charter of the United Nations was signed by 50 countries in San Francisco. In 1917, the first troops of the American Expeditionary Force deployed to France during World War I landed. In 1963, President Kennedy gave his famous I am a Berliner speech. Elvis Presley performed his last concert in Indianapolis, this day in 1977. The first Harry Potter novel was published in the United Kingdom this date in 1997. And Sam, well, you both know the difference between the title of that in the UK and the US. Philosophers and Sorcerers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Birthdays today. Chris Isaac is 67. Terry Nunn of Berlin is 64. Bicycling Hall of Famer Greg LeMond is 62. Sean Hayes is 53. Just Jack. Chris O'Donnell is 53, Nick Offerman is 53, Derek Jeter is 49, Gretchen Wilson is 49, Aubrey Plaza is 39, Ariana Grande, or as you've recently heard her say, Grandy, is 30 today. Aubrey Plaza and Nick Offerman on the same day. Those two of the main characters from Parks and Rec. From Parks and Rec. What was his character? Ron Swanson. Yeah, Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson and then April Ludgate celebrating a birthday on the same day. Gone but not forgotten. Abner Doubleday in 1819. Thank you for baseball. Pearl S. Buck in 1892. Colonel Tom Parker in 1909. Babe Diedrichson in 1911. Those are your gone but not forgotten. Your chart toppers for today. 1949. Perry Como was number one with Bally High. Oh, found my story about the Tompkinsville woman. Bally High. I heard that the the sheriff was going to do that with LV on traffic stop karaoke, but uh, couldn't get the rights to it. Yep, the Como people wouldn't sign mm-hmm. off on Come it. On, I mean, man, the sheriff does sound exactly like Terry Como. Sure, 1958, Elvis Presley number one with Hard Headed Woman. Think of it, his last concert was only. 19 years after that was number one. So when you think about Elvis' career, really pretty short. I mean, he died young. Yeah. But it's so weird. He's still such he's still such an icon. It's like his career went on even though his life didn't. It's kind of strange. 
1967, the association number one with Windy. Windyville? Not Windyville. That song's completely different. 1976, Wings and Silly Love Songs. If you've never really focused on the bass line of that song, it's really good. Let's go to 1985, Brian Adams, number one. I don't know if this is the original. Something sounds off about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's William Hung. <laughs> that is something right there. William Hung that does is, Brian Adams. Wow. Oh, we all own that album. William Hung sings Brian Adams. The start to that sounded like your Star Wars song. Yeah, Janet Jackson, Anytime, Anyplace. Sean Paul, uh, that was number one in 94. Get Busy, Sean Paul in 03. Call Me Maybe in 2012. And Levitating, number one two <laughs> years ago today. I always run out of time for, for uh, Dua Lipa. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Don't worry if plan A fails. There are 25 more letters in the alphabet. Don't worry if plan A fails. There are 25 more letters in the alphabet. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. <laughs>